Well, I'm here to talk about Top Gun Maverick. It's been a while since I've done a YouTube slash Podbean at the same time podcast, but here we go. I don't always do this, but uh, I need to get a little bit more viewage out there. Um, we needed this movie. Uh, by we, I mean our culture, our Western culture. So I think it goes beyond even the U.S. culture, but our Western culture. Heck, maybe even a lot of the world needed this movie uh, because this movie doesn't necessarily hold its punches, hold back its punches. It, it, it goes all the way. It's awesome. Uh, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, uh, but I knew early on, I guess that was before I, I had seen any kind of footage. Once I saw the footage and I knew that they were doing uh, real, you know, real flying, the actors are really doing a lot of it, and especially Tom, uh, especially the scene where the plane goes inverted and goes under uh, below the, the mountain and all that. I knew we were going to have something pretty awesome. So yeah, this is this is the movie that we need, and uh, I, for one, am really happy to have seen it. I saw it opening night. It's the perfect movie to go see on Memorial Weekend, uh, and I'm a big fan of the first one. I think people that uh, have some kind of bias against the first one refuse to watch it i think that's silly that's such silliness because you can enjoy the first one on multiple levels one you can enjoy it on its campiness two you can enjoy it on its awesome cinematography and direction by mr tony scott i was really uh, i remember when they were you know it was going through development i, w I was really bummed because i was bummed because uh you know Tony Scott had passed and it's like, well, what's the point in doing it now? Cause he was really as much of a character in that movie as the actors, his style, his visual style and the close-ups he did. And um, yeah. So what this director did and uh, let me see if I can find the, I should have, done my research before this the director is Joseph Kaczynski Joseph Kaczynski um, oh, it says here American filmmaker best known for his computer graphics and computer uh, generated imagery work and for his work in action films. He made his big screen uh, directorial deb debut in the 2010 sci-fi film Tron Legacy. Wow, the sequel to 82 film Tron. I like Tron Legacy. Um, I'd say he doesn't have a distinctive style so much, really, that I can detect. If he does, it's, it's very subtle. But... Um, yeah, he uh, he emulates some things that Tony Scott did, like um, 
some of the close-ups, going for the close-ups a lot. Uh, but he he does he still does some a lot of medium shots. Um, so he varies it up. This this director he, he he's pretty decent. He 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 doesn't let he doesn't he doesn't have a big distinctive style, but he does. He, the movie still looks good. Um, I digress. Uh, we needed this movie, and I tell you why. We needed a movie with a hero uh, that wins <laughs> at the end. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> this is spoilers. Um, we needed a movie where the hero wins at the end. It's a, it's a clear victory. And we hadn't had one of those movies in a long time. Now, Doctor Strange, to be fair, that was, you know, he saved the day, but he saved the day, you know, with America Chavez and all that. But he saved the day. He, he won. But this one is such a distinctive win. And I think the, the, the practical... Uh, effects of the of the planes and and that stunt work again they're really doing it you know there might be some uh computer uh computer trickery here and there but for the most part they're really doing it so bravo and bravo to tom cruise for uh put you know paying his dues and putting it out there uh a lot of the uh the new crew in the movie is is very similar to the ones from the first movie where it's you have this different personalities and everything and the premises is that uh rooster uh is the son of goose spoilers if you haven't seen the first one goose was maverick's wingman and goose died in that one so but goose's son grew up and became a Jet pilot as well, and uh, Maverick, you know, kind of looks after, out for him a little bit, and he knows he, he has a lot of guilt uh, over what happened to his dad. And there's a little bit more things going on with the plot about Maverick holding Rooster back because his mom didn't want him to to be a jet pilot because she didn't want him to die and all that so that it, it's along those lines but we needed this movie because yeah we needed a a good story first uh no bullshit um tell us a good story a satisfying story from beginning middle to end no agenda okay just tell us a good story and this does it this does it now. Does it have cheese? Yes, it's got cheese. You know, it's got the crew playing football uh, with the shirts off and all that. So it, it's got its cheese. But I tell you what, this movie does excellently. It, it knows it knows what it needs to do. The director, Joseph, he knows what he, all the things he has to hit. He knows he has to have the Top Gun music which he has the Top Gun music in the beginning. And he has the, he has a, the bong. You hear, you hear the bong once in a while, bell, or whatever that is. And uh, it's just such a, and, and Hans Zimmer, 
emulates a lot of the music from the first one. And it's great. It's so beautiful. And he he adds his own a new theme to this Top Gun 2, which is great as well. Like Hans Zimmer is such a chameleon and he really brought he knew he knew it. He knew what this movie needed to be and he knew he had to take uh, a lot of the cues from the first one. And it's just brilliant. Uh, I'm, I'm seriously considering getting this soundtrack. It's, it's awesome. Uh, the soundtrack from the first movie is awesome, too. Um, I even like the Lady Gaga song. Uh, and I'm not really a big Lady Gaga fan, but I think she did a good job with the uh, song in this movie. But uh, the beginning of the movie is great too because they set it up where Maverick is kind of a test pilot kind of a Chuck Yeager I think that was his name Chuck Yeager type where he's testing out new aircraft and he's trying to this one's like a kind of like a super stealth going like pushing he's got to he's got to push it to the uh, um, Mach 10 this this plane and it goes you know he's right on the edge of where space is or something like that and he's trying to push it but he's not supposed to take it out for for a run of course he breaks the rules and what's his name uh he's the bald-headed boss supposed to be the bald-headed guy from the first one uh, i don't think i don't know if he's around anymore uh but ed, ed ed harris has replaced him and he's fantastic he really knows that character and uh, that's a great replacement. <laughs> and I think that really sums up um, casting Ed Harris in that character. That's one of the things that the director knew what he was doing. He knew that this character needs to emulate that guy from the first one, the, the, I think the colonel, whatever he was, uh, major, uh, the CO. Um, uh, and yeah he sets the tone for it and everything it's this is the same it's kind of like james bond this is that same character but put into a new scenario of the now and how does this character fit in he's kind of like a dinosaur but he's it's very james bond it's very james bond the only thing that the movie doesn't quite do is that it doesn't start maverick in the middle uh, uh of, of, a, of an action scene in the beginning which I think that would have been maybe a little bit cooler. They kind of introduce him just kind of having lunch, <laughs> which maybe, you know, the director wanted to make it more down to earth, I guess, you know, and then him in the middle of something, a fight or something like that. There's, man, I'm going to go see this movie again. I know it. Uh, there's just, it, it's great to see Tom in that character again. It's like he knows, you know, he knows what this character is. It's been so long but he still knows where his, this guy would be on his journey, you know, 20 years from, from then. And this movie's got a lot of heart. It's very touching. Um, the, the connection that he's trying to make with, uh, Maverick's trying to make with Rooster, and he's scared. He doesn't want to, to die, and there's some scenarios where he... Uh, He's in that same same situation uh, later late in the movie, and they're going up and they're they're fighting. Uh, 
these MIGs or whatever, these new aircraft, and they're in a, you know, an old, like, basically his old Tomcat kind of plane. And he shoots down a lot of the, the new ones, but then one shoots into him. And yeah, it's pretty great. It, it, he ends up, uh, well, again, spoilers, but there's a scene where Rooster is trying to get out and eject, but he can't eject and he's afraid that he's going to pop out of the plane and he's going to hit his head on the, on the glass or something like that. But uh, huge spoilers here. Uh, Hangman, the guy that's always known to kind of leave his wingman, uh, shows up and blasts uh, the, the airplane at the last minute, which, you know, that's kind of like a saved by the gods kind of scenario. Uh, but, you know, y- you go with it because the movie was just so, so well done, so, so well put together. Uh, I'm really doing the broad strokes here. Jennifer Conley was fine. Uh, she has a kid in it. I don't know why they had to bring the kid in it because I, I didn't think there was much uh, of a storyline there. That I felt like it's like, well, I don't know. Just make her single. Like she does, does she have to have a kid? I mean, we get it that they're both older. So, but whatever. That that's a minor. That's a minor problem in the movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, every everyone's good in it. it. It's you know. It's just, it's so much, this movie should have failed in so many different ways because doing a sequel to a movie about 20 years later, I think even more than that, 30 years. Yeah. 80, 85. Yeah, 30 years. It's been 30 years. That 20 years gets a little, gets a little dicey with me there. Um, Yeah, man, it's just... uh, It's it's it 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 succeeds and I, and it succeeds because you get a, a good story, you know it's not completely uh, it's not intricate or anything. It's very drama ish. It's very first Top Gun, but yet it succeeds because it it knows what it is. It knows Tom Cruise knows what Maverick is, and and everyone's playing their beats perfectly, and the stunts, the plane stunts everything being done is again it's like a james bond or a christopher nolan movie it's really being done it's it's brilliant it's fantastic it cuts to it there's no agenda it's it's very nothing's being pushed here except good americana uh this is what we can optimistic against the odds kind of uh kind of a uh, movie kind of a story um, someone made a great point, which I didn't put together till now. There's a scene where they have to drop bombs or a bomb into a into a hole of some sort and blow up some kind of sensor, some kind of box sensor control thing. And I'm thinking, they said it, that's like the scene at the Death Star because they all have to stay low and in this, they have to stay low, like within a hundred feet of the ground. Well, it's very similar, in, like in the Death Star, where Luke's going through the, you know, the, the, 
the U-shaped crack and then the Death Star or whatever. Not really crack, but you know what I mean. Tunnel. And basically, even it's even there's even a point where Tom Cruise basically tells or Maverick tells Rooster to use the force because he says in a, in a very practical way, uh, don't, don't overthink, don't overthink it, just feel it. And it's like, well, that's pretty much telling somebody to use force, use your intuition, you know? And, uh, and sure enough, Rooster drops the bombs and he, there's this, after that, you have to go up a really steep uh, incline and, and go over that, but then they're going to be vulnerable to missiles, so they have to go down and, and yada yada yada. Um, but it it works perfectly, even though they borrow that. You know, they borrow from Star Wars, uh, New Hope. It works. They almost outdo Star Wars, like <laughs> especially they outdo New Star Wars. But um, it's just a lot of fun. There's a scene where before all that. You know, they're all like, oh, we have to push the weeks up. We have, you know, we have to do it in two weeks instead of three. And they keep pushing the deadline up and no one's ready to do this, this procedure where they get a bomb and then go up the, the mountain. But uh, Tom ends up or Maverick ends up saying, the hell with this. I'm just going to do it. Uh, he's about to get fired or something like that. They're like, ah, oh, you can't teach these guys. We're getting too close. You did he did a job, but it's not working. And so he's like, screw this. He gets in the plane and he does, he goes and he bombs, you know, or at least he, uh, he, you know, fake bombs the, the control, you know, they're practicing it. And he goes through the, he goes through the thing left and right. He goes through the uh, tunnel and he pulls up and he almost passes out and he comes down and, um he makes it but it's such a great moment when he when he does it because he's so ticked and he's just he's like screw it man i'm gonna do it i'm gonna show them all how it's done and see it's just it's so good like they just do some simple things with the script that it's like it's not a huge plot twist it's just it's character motivated that's what it is it's very character motivated and uh it's good to see. It's good to see. Uh, yeah, so this movie review, I'm going to give it, it's pretty close to a 10. Um, the only way I'm not giving it a, a, a 10 perfectly is because of the kid, Jennifer Connelly's kid. I, I'm trying to be all cute. Oh, maybe he could He'd be the dad for the kid, but it's kind of like legit. We already covered that ground, Jerry Maguire. You know, it's like, I didn't really feel like it added that much to the overall film. Their relationship was enough. And this, this Penny girl, I don't know, this Penny, I don't think she's supposed to be uh, the same character from the first one. I think she's, she's a different character, someone else in his life. But uh, they make it work. They make it work. And, uh, yeah, it's great. It, it's great to see Tom in his A-game still, still killing it. Uh, and it's because because he pushes himself. He does. He, he, he Every movie he really, I mean, he does take a lot of risks. And too many risks, really. 
because you can really uh, mess yourself up doing some of these stunts that he does. Uh, but it shows and it comes out there and we get some great phenomenal movies that we'll never forget. So 9.5 out of 10. It's really close to a 10 out of 10 movie. Really close. I'm going to be seeing it again. And uh, gosh, fantastic. I just, we needed it right now. We really did. Uh, we needed an awesome, well-done movie. The great story. And this is probably the first one uh, in a while that has just totally delivered. And then some. And surprised us. Oh. Homecoming, I guess Spider-Man Homecoming was very similar to that. It's very similar where it has a lot of heart to it. And that's what I liked about this one. Um, yeah. Fantastic. But uh, yeah, this music I, I have here uh, is from uh, Top Gun from the Commodore 64, uh, which I grew up uh, playing that and uh, love it to this day. That's why. <laughs> I opened the I opened this with, with Top Gun, the C64 game, and ended that way because again, I don't want to use the a movie uh music because you know, copyright stuff and I don't want to get into all that jazz, but uh yeah, fun stuff. I really love playing that. That's a whole nother podcast. I did do a podcast on it really. Uh maybe I'm due to do another one with uh, with Tom. And uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. So go see Top Gun Maverick with Memorial Day weekend. Go see it. Um, go see it on the biggest screen you can. Go see it on IMAX. I saw it on IMAX. I got a pretty good seat opening night. And uh, I'll go. I'm sure I'm going to go see it again. Um, fantastic, man. It was so awesome. Uh, I was so happy to spend my money on it. At the end of the movie, uh, I was sitting next to a couple. Uh, her her son was in the Navy, and she showed me the picture of her kid in the Navy. She said, I'm just so proud of him. And, and her either her husband or her boyfriend was, was right next to her, and he had a, his Navy hat on and all that. It was neat to meet him. So uh, it's good. You know what this movie does? It makes you feel, you know, there's some pictures that are being put up at the end on, on the mirror, kind of like Rocky a little bit, where you know, a lot like Rocky, uh, where it's like you see Maverick with Iceman and other the other characters in the movie. And it makes you, if you'd seen the movie back in the day, whether that's on, on TV, at the movies, or on VHS around that era, you kind of feel like you were there as part of that crew. So it's a very sentimental thing when you see it again, because you feel like you've been on the journey with, with Maverick and like you've been part of the crew the whole time. And that's neat. Not a, not a lot of movies are able to pull that off. This one does. And a good movie should really make you, make you do that, make you feel part of that group and it, to where you feel sentimentally attached, like you had been on that journey with him. And uh, back in the day. And uh, yeah, you know, I can just say that, you know, I had seen it uh, probably 
maybe a couple, maybe a few years after it came out, maybe 85, 86, 87, 88, probably, yeah, probably late 80s. I dare to say even possibly early 90s, I saw Top Gun on TV, uh, probably on cable. Um, so it, it was a little bit late, um, but it might have been late 80s. But still, there's still even, even if you watch this movie 10 years ago, I, you probably feel a connection having watched it 10 years ago and like, oh yeah, I remember this and that, Iceman, Viper and all that. That's, a, that's another thing where well, I don't give it a perfect 10 because there's also the other characters from the first movie they could have brought in. So that was a missed opportunity. Um, Iceman, it was great seeing Val Kilmer in it. And I thought it was awesome that he did more than just a regular cameo it was like a, a good story turn cameo like it, his 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 he's actually has a small role in the movie that determines what how Maverick's gonna feel or how he how he uh, you know it, how he can let go later on and uh, I think it's it's done class you know classfully uh and uh, Val is still that character, even though he's, you know, that thing, you know, his throat and all that messed him up. He still can project how that character is. And that just tells you what a great actor he, he still is. Um, fantastic. And uh, it's, you know, it's sad he's, he's had to go through that, but he's a trooper for, for uh, he, he's still acting, he's still doing it. And I, I, I hope he gets... I hope he gets better. I hope he, you know, he can he can uh, recover more of of you know what has happened to the poor guy. Uh, but he's he's good in this, you know. Yes, and uh, yeah, there's something else. Something else I was gonna say. I can't. Mm. Bummer, but. Uh, Music's fantastic. Hans Zimmer really delivers. And they really, oh, this is what it was. This was really classy. I was thinking, go before I went in there, I hope they give, like, they, I know they're not going to, but they better do in, you know, uh, in, uh, and dedicated to, in memory of Tony Scott. Because I noticed, like, you know, when uh, a lot of movies and TV shows like uh, Boba Fett and all that, the original Boba Fett actor that was in the suit passed away around that time. And uh, probably I think it was like second season of Mandalorian or something. Or, but they never said, hey, dedicated to the actor that plays Boba Fett. I can't think of his name right now, unfortunately. But in this, they said in memory of Tony Scott. And I thought that was so classy. That was like the icing on the cake. That was the icing on the cake. Like I'm really debating whether to give it a 10 out of 10 just because of that move right there. That was fantastic. Classy. The director knew what he was doing. He didn't hold back. He didn't pull his punches. Fantastic. John Hamm was great. Everybody, everyone is just on the ball and perfectly cast. Um, go see it. I'll go see it again.
it, it it's it's a miracle like they say in the movie it's 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 a it's the first miracle and uh this movie is no exception it's a bit of a miracle and do you believe in miracles you will now <laughs>